0: soaking in the uncharted nature of all that lies before us
1: yeah we don't have anything prepared or planned and i think the reason why i don't want to do that is because every there's so many parts of my being that are fighting against uh over preparation and Mm. i think because i'm recognizing that as a way of getting in my own way over and over and over again is to over plan or to think that I have to overplan in order to do something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so now I'm like, let's just do it. And also the name of the podcast is Uncharted Us. So it's kind of fitting. Yeah. When I thought of the name a few months ago.
0: Yeah. And it's like part of the unchartedness and what you're talking about, about preparation, like... I've never had a problem with that, and I have always kind of almost tried to seek out places where I could just show up on a whim, and the times when I, out of fear, would try to to over-prepare or stuff like that, I would get, I'd like trip myself up with trying to fit the outline or the mold that I want to have because you know that seems like something that helps you keep you from floundering and it helps you and succeed
1: in, in it quote unquote helps you succeed or is the stepping stone toward success or whatever having a set in stone plan mm-hmm. because I've been thinking about for how the rest of I want how I want the rest of my year to go and I'm realizing now There are some ways that I can plan things and there are some ways that I can throw out goals, meaning make goals, because if you don't believe something is going to happen, how can you, you know, cause it to happen? But I think so much of that goal setting is like programming from maybe a capitalist mindset that's like, if you're not if you're not setting goals and if you're not planning and if you're not moving toward them, then what are you doing? Yeah. And my answer to that now is, I'm just existing. Is that cool? Is that good with you (laughs) guys? Because before it was like, well, just existing is not enough. Like, if I'm just sitting here existing, then what is my worth? Then what am I doing? And I think in healing so many parts of myself, I've come to realize that. Oh, sitting here and existing in this world is so beautiful and much more than we could ever know. And it takes healing those pieces of yourself that don't want to sit quietly. And that's a little crash course on <laughs> how like, healing has been a huge... How I have healed a lot in the past year.
0: Yeah, it makes me think about the way that... This ties into what I think is the metaphor of uncharted us. And this idea even that it even feels like what we're like supposed to do is to start charting. Yeah. Now.
1: That's the pressure that I feel. It's like, okay, we're making a podcast. Episode one is about this. Episode two is about this. Mm-hmm. Three, this. Okay, bring in our new segment where we do this. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't know, there's a part of my being that's like, no, that's not what this is.
0: And it's actually like, I mean, back to what you said about, you know, capitalist, but even that makes it seem other because it's like seeped into our culture, the goal setting in school and progression and success. And so it's like sitting in something where the goal is for you and me to be bonding and for the process of this place that isn't charted that then becomes so unique compared to the rest of our lives mm-hmm. that's constantly even if we're resisting it feels structured and we have jobs and like numbers and you know logging in at 9:30 and all this stuff that literally charts our experience of reality and so we Can just step into the open sea for a moment an hour and what an hour for an hour yeah and you know the experience of yeah it's interesting this idea that i want to do this so that we can start building the map of of what of our Improvement and growth.
1: I want to do it as more of a... Because if it's not going to be a map that we are now charting, because it will continually be called Uncharted Us, it's like a journal or a space or a room, an open room for connection. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, what is a journal if not a space for... Connection to mm. yourself, your higher mm. self, and then this space where we're not planning, we're not charting, we're not like um, trying to build something bigger than this discover this conversation that we're having. I guess the thing that we are trying to build is a community, because yeah. I want people to be able to come into this room with us and feel safe and heard and you know I don't want to talk about the nature of existence but um it's it's a lot different when you are like you you show up in society and you're like yeah I'm making a podcast
2: mm-hmm.
1: there's just such a flavor of that of like just you 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 know what I mean when I say like there's a flavor of like I'm making a podcast. There's like this judgment. There's this this like everybody has a podcast. I mean, you think like of like have to, ads, you think of You're
0: like pitching your virtual like time space almost. Yeah. You know? Like when, whatever type of way you put we put ourselves out there. It's like I mean it's back to like every single part of our life is like vying for our attention and so it, there is a factor of like we're gonna have to start selling ourselves right like that right seems, and that seems weird but yet it's like what you just said is what we're actually doing is letting people know that we're gonna be in this we're just space, here that we're gonna be here
1: yeah the yeah. difference for me of i've always wanted Wanted to show up in a digital space. I've always wanted to be on the internet. Grew up as a YouTube kid. And it's been a a big shift in that mindset of, like, I want to be popular to I want to feel connected. Mm -hmm. And I, like, thought they were one and the same. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And they're very different feelings. And the the pursuit of popularity is, is like, an ever-shifting goalpost anyway. But I think once you're in pursuit of true connection and once you discover it, like you get better and better at those tools mm-hmm. and get better at accessing your vulnerability and being able to comfortably sit in your vulnerability with yourself and with other people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because so much of what I want to do, if we're going to talk about goals, what I want to do for my life now is just be a space for people.
0: Mm-hmm. Me too. And, and I, I want to do that with you.
1: Yeah. And I think I see you like a mirror in you as because I think I've always felt like I wanted to do this with my life, but I saw it as I want people to know me mm. because I want that to give me purpose and which is a very like fame driven normal thing in our society, and now the it's given it's been given more truth, so it's like. I want to feel connected to these people that are, like, also living in the world with me. I don't want to judge them.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, like, that connection isn't part of the... isn't part of, like, what you perceive potential and or future success to be. Yeah. Like, at least culturally.
1: Because connection is vulnerable.
0: It's like what you said. It's like you even having the knowledge that maybe... Right this something like this you couldn't have known you know five years ago that you wanted this flavor brand new cherry flavor of content but you're knowing that you want it and it's like if it's like what are you supposed to be looking at except that a successful version of me you know making videos making anything is people have to know me that's yeah. what's that's like the only measure we do right. because people knowing you means what that either a company or the people themselves are going to be giving you money
1: or if they're knowing think, you they're like, know they're knowing that the product that you are selling yourself has like you're right. you're not being truly known in the way that we're all desiring to be known like what it was for me was building a brand you know Going into college, out of college, being like, okay, in order to get a job, in order to be successful, I need to build Mm. what my brand is going to be so that the general public can know me as these five words, these five colors. Mm
0: -hmm. These types of posts. These five types of things, and that's
1: me. So you know me, but that leaves you with a void of, a a huge void of wait hell hello there's so much more me in there
0: well and you start doing the five things that get the most comments and and yield a response because that feels like and sometimes can be like, oh people like this I want to do more of that because I want to be in touch with more people and that can be a story that could funnel you into thinking I I have to do this type of thing yeah, And I don't know if you've ever felt that way.
1: Well, I don't know that I was ever successful enough at one specific type of thing in right. order for me to be like, this works, which is maybe works, my genius, right. which is maybe like a blessing in disguise of like, this never worked for you because it was never meant to work. Like, your goals weren't aligned with your practices. Because when you put out a part of yourself being like, this is all of me, the rest of you, the the true rest of you is like i deserve to be seen and looked at and like valued as well so i think that becomes like a dissidence inside of you This like restlessness where you're like i need to come out yeah like basically i need to come out of the closet and like express more more parts of myself and like that's where shame comes in i guess which is why we don't anything that's outside of your brand or what you expect people to see of you is Mm -hmm. something that you're putting in the shadows because of shame. You're afraid it's going to be rejected or, yeah, it's going to be something that's going to make you unlovable. Um, And I think the truth that I've uncovered is it's all... everything that's inside of you, even the parts that are covered in shame, they're all, like, worthy and they're all necessary parts of you that aren't just like okay to be put on the table but are like necessary parts of you because if we don't incorporate them or look at them or allow them then they just Mm -hmm. become parts of us that we don't like or we shame or we you know that's why that's when we become like shells of ourselves
0: yeah we put caution tape on this area of whether it be a wound or or something we're ashamed of, yeah. And so then it's like, you know, when you just become accustomed to living in two-thirds of your emotional space because no one ever showed you, and in fact likely the opposite, that we are shamed by the people who don't understand their own shit, that that can become certainly like family trauma of suppression or hiding
1: right because unfortunately there is isn't such a narrow expectation of what is allowed yeah and like the most freeing thing is the fact that it's all allowed like anger Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about emotion all of that's allowed yeah like if i'm going to bring something to you if i'm going to cry to you it's allowed Mm -hmm. but the point of it is not to make you feel bad the point of it is to make you feel closer to me is to open the doorway of i'll actually feel this is actually the truth of how i'm feeling
0: and that's that's like what emotions are for yeah to like oh gosh my experience so much was like when emotion shows up you like stop, stand frozen and like wait it out until it passes so then you can go be a human again Mm. it's like something that takes you away or something Mm. go to your room if you're going to cry about it Mm. sheesh 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 guys emotions are beautiful (laughs) and yeah like you said even the even the anger and so it's like you know just in my experience like my dad would be angry but even even then he would be like ashamed of it because he wasn't in control of it it was mm-hmm. something that he almost like wasn't able to slam the door on and so it became outburst type mm-hmm. beat mm-hmm. and then that's shameful mm-hmm. because you're
1: like oh, i must be a bad person And
0: you, you know and he just you know, slammed a remote on the kitchen floor and it shattered into a million pieces in front of his 10-year-old kid. And so it's like, yeah, that is not something that is going to, you know, there's no pride there. That's like, you're like embarrassed. That happens
1: and you're like, oh, I'm the type of person who does things like this. You're like, I, this is, I'm a bad person, like...
0: And I think perhaps next story. time you have an even stronger story about why you need to suppress. And so it's like the more you're suppressing, it's like the farther back you're pulling the bow on the bow and arrow. Which means when you do blow up, you're going to th- throw shit and mm-hmm. actually lash out instead of having a healthy relationship with
1: what's underneath what your, your anger.
0: expectations are. And hello, we can think about why we're responding this way instead of...
1: Or just have the... the um, Because it is, it is pride and shame. It's like shame versus your integrity of being able to say... Because it takes complete vulnerability to say, so I'm angry.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Here's what's underneath the anger. I feel sad because yeah. I don't feel listened to. I feel hurt because you... This is how my mom used to act, whatever, like, mm-hmm. whatever kind of thing is underneath that anger. And, that, and if you're a man who grew up in our society, like, you weren't modeled to that or you never got to practice that. Taking the step back and saying, hmm, actually, especially if there's someone who's really good at getting into it with you. Someone who maybe fights in the same way that you do. So they're really good at, at they, they, they want to argue back with you. They want to, like, fuel that fire because that's what they know. Mm -hmm. That's, like, their form of closeness. But it kind of takes someone to not be the bigger person, but someone to say, I'm actually going to take off my mask right now. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to pause and I'm going to see what's underneath this because it's not you. And sometimes it is the other person and that's when we evaluate whether that relationship is, is worth salvaging or not. But a lot of the time when there are big emotions that come up with someone, like, they're meant to be looked at as, like, let's look at the, what this really is, or let's mm-hmm. draw a boundary for how we can maneuver this situation in the future.
0: Yeah. And that's important. Like, one of the things that sticks in my mind is you talking a while back i think with candace about the points like the points of relating to others like the way and the way that there's tension and the way that there's not Mm -hmm. like that that's what life is right and i think that's so important because it's like my old framework was kind of like try not to argue or something yeah. like that. Or like be a good friend or partner by hiding the things that don't make the other person think of you as good mm. or something, you know? So making all of this, these So you're just judgments. masking up every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like being like, mm-hmm. okay, make sure you wear the right masks because otherwise like that's not good. And like, Oh, I should hold my tongue on this because I know we're going to get into an argument, and that's bad.
1: Right. And that just becomes more and more of holding that arrow at, like, <laughs> adding more and more tension to that bow and arrow before you have a moment where something similar happens and you snap In a way that's not really logical for the thing that happened or creates a situation where you're unable to, like, emotionally regulate so that you, like, can't be vulnerable with them and tell them how you're feeling or the truth of what's happening. Maybe you're too far into the story about how they don't like you or don't care about you or we've put up walls surrounding, like, our softest spots. Mm. And we will not let our partner in there, because it's not safe for them, and that's just not what relationship is,
2: yeah,
1: like relationship is um just like the truth, and why are you trying to be profound? It is just like I'm gonna lay it on the table for you, and you can you know respond to it in the way that you you will.
0: Yeah, I think for a long time I was, like, hiding so much of myself because I was, like, in the, you know, and still am, I guess, in the process of figuring out or allowing myself to walk past or through walls or barriers that I used to feel existed in my way of living life. I mean, I'm really thinking about, like, being gay as this huge like self-suppression but like knowledge but yet shame and fear that other people would find out something that i wasn't wanting to project and wasn't even something about myself yeah so, something that you're not in ownership of and so it's like that state of being unsure in my own truth certainly felt like no way in hell can anyone ever find out about this. Right. And so I think that there's lots of those types of things where it's like not even allowing yourself to explore becomes. And the the thought that you might want to explore something even can become like the guilty pleasure right. idea. Especially if you're really trapped in the old narrative.
1: Yeah kind of like what i back to what i said about healing yourself Mm -hmm. when you are with your when you're alone the parts of you that feel the most conflicted or all the parts that aren't part of your curated you know design logo Mm -hmm. of who you are
2: yeah
1: if those things don't fit in you have to reconcile like is this mine Does this line up with my values? Where did my values come from? Like, what is my religious trauma? Like, is that something I believe or is that something my parents believe? If I feel like it's weird or wrong or embarrassing to be gay, what's that about? Where does it come from? Who told me I was gay? Who told me I couldn't be gay? Why do I think I'm gay? Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) what's my truth? What's the truth that I'm actually holding? Because in reality, there's no shame in any of that. There's only shame in in thinking that you are holding something wrong. But shame is Mm -hmm. useless.
0: However, I think, you know, in the way that it's wielded, it can be, it's like, shame will keep me safe. You know, you can use shame as a compass to make sure you're hiding the right stuff. Right, I mean mm-hmm. that's just like I I'm, I I think that I've used it as that so the thing that I'm ashamed about is the thing that needs to be that needs to stay hidden, so I could like use my own shame to understand what was gonna be okay in my environment in regards in regards to other people's perception of me,
1: and doesn't that just create more and more of a um, artificial product of like what you are
0: oh yeah you know? absolutely I mean it was like years of that for sure
1: because there's, there's a huge difference between remorse and shame remorse it's like mm. yeah it's actually not okay to, to do some of the things in this world that are done we should have remorse for those things being gay is like Something that we internalize this shame about Because we're told that that very thing is wrong That shame festers into hurting other people Yeah. That shame leaks out into Oh, I'm now being untruthful to someone that I love Because yeah. I believe that this part of myself is shameful The shame is causing mm. me to put it deeper and deeper and deeper And so I'm hiding it from the person I love I'm hiding it from whoever Versus remorse, which which I think brings things out to the light, you know. I think that brings you more into confessing mm-hmm. something you may have done. That can bring things to light. So your shame served you in in, the, in its temporary form, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's almost like I like I was trying to convince myself that. It was useful to me. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, I like made it something that was helpful, I thought.
1: And maybe it was. Like, let's not call it shame yet. Let's call it you're a genius for keeping certain things to yourself.
0: I mean, well, it was definitely shame.
1: Mm. Like, when I think about me having sex in high school, I wish I could have been honest about it with my mom. But I wasn't because there was, like, such a deep degree of shame. Mm. And yet, I may be glad that she didn't find out until she did because it would have created, like, maybe there was a part of my inner genius that knew that I didn't need to tell my mom the truth yet because her response would have a wounding effect on me as a teenager versus, I mean, it did later on, but... Right. so that's a way in which like we're not wrong Like, uh, like we don't need to make ourselves wrong for things that we've done in the past like think about the ways in which that thing that you kept in or whatever did actually serve you because it's the yes and it did serve you there are things that you benefited from and then there are ways that you don't uh, like the thing that you like held onto to or, or kept in the shadows But it's all a part of How you got to where you are
0: Right True
1: So I think a large part of what we do in our relationship Is confront our shame And bring it to each other Totally Or just embody it
0: And we're like
1: I'm wearing shame right now So And it takes a lot of vulnerability to just say that.
0: Yeah, and that's one of my, I'm so glad to be able to share with you. And like I can even kind of see how I have even just now started to feel a little bit like, that's my shame. I am the only one who gets to talk about it.
2: Mm.
0: Because it feels so personal.
2: Mm.
0: And I'm so grateful to share with you.
1: Yeah. Like, as I'm looking at you, the words that I want to say feel so cheesy, saying them into a microphone. But it is extremely transformational to be in a, a relationship with someone that you can be fully honest with. Like, just watching you cry. Like, your tears have, like, such a potent truth to them. And mm. if we can put down the mask and the armor of, like, this is weird. I <laughs> hear my mom in my or my dad. I hear their voice in my head right now, like, being like, this is weird. Run away. This is unsafe. They're trying to manipulate you. Whatever kind of thing that pops up at first. Mm. If you allow yourself to trust there is a really beautiful thing that happens and people will take advantage of your trust sometimes but I've come to learn that my trust is never wrong whoa good job pop my trust putting my trust in someone is never a wrong choice but mm-hmm. um it's like that vulnerability and that honesty opening your heart to someone that's the leap that I think all of us need to take... It's no wonder that, like, as a society, we're all so corrupt and toxic to one another because it's, like, fully putting yourself out there raw to just be so honest and truthful with one another. But it feels safe when you kind of practice it with someone who shows their gratitude. It's you. I'm just grateful for you. And I'm trying not to, like... Make it a podcast where I'm like, I'm just so happy that I have you and you're perfect. Everybody else should have a Wes. But I also, like, I think the reason why I wanted to make this podcast or one of my first ideas about it was, oh, this can exist. Oh, this is real. This isn't just like something that we've made up because we're trying to get people to like us. Or we're trying to make money. Or we're trying to seem successful. hmm We, like, found this way of being that feels so orgasmically full of love that we're like, do you want to come in this space with us? Yeah. Because all we can do is invite you. And we're inviting
0: ourselves, too. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's very intentional and there's a conscious way that, you know, in the year we've known each other that we have you know offered up in our collective space the like vulnerable and the the true allowing each other to see unmasked pure mm-hmm. and understanding the ways that both you and I have been like processing and interacting with our creative energy throughout our lives Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and you know having our specific types of friendships and relationships that have especially now looking back given us so much experience and rapport with our trauma and with our beliefs and with all these things that we unknowingly and knowingly carry with us that we like or dislike about you know how we've always coped and uh, anyway
1: limiting beliefs we'll call them
0: hmm. oh gosh yes i'm i'm lugging mine around (laughs) and uh what was i saying
2: Who just basically saying that Love love you just
0: love you just love you Um, it now seems so, like, like, humorous and perfect, all of the ways that we've gone through our lives, building skills, but also, like, you know, having stretches where, you know, we each in our own way have, like, been tearing ourselves down and finding our own type of low and limiting beliefs, and also, you know, casting emotional judgment on parts of who we are, and now it's like we can, in our lives, in this space, all the time, now, like, examine some of those procedures, not procedures, Mm -hmm. habits, or you know, accustomed ways of, you know, having just simply never uninstalled all of these limiters that our culture, our support systems, our, our own shame was putting up out of this self-protective being penetrated by stuff is dangerous. And so like isolate and like having been, in positions where you have been hurt by people. And so, you know, then being able to see all the reasons why I built up this shell or why I've masked up, you know, why I, you know, was headfirst into like makeup videos, you know, or why I was always, you know, slapping myself on the wrist for having a you know an unproductive thing or i didn't follow through or whatever it is we we just it exists here and also we're not bound by it but it's not like we're trying to create some you know like pure white wicker beachside successful we have a new blank slate we've completely cleansed ourselves type of like and that could almost seem like the goal of like. It
1: just to me, it's about expanding. Mm. <laughs> you know.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's
1: so much more exciting mm. than like a clean slate.
0: Expanding.
1: Yeah, because if you have limiting your belief, limiting beliefs, mm. you're just being limited.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've seen you as such a mirror for me. And it just so happens that, like, we met at this time in our lives and we both had had a certain amount of experiences. And we met at a point when we could be mirrors for each other. We were, like, at a point where we we were just at the right frequency so that we could see each other very crystal clear. Also, we're both Geminis.
0: Baby, baby. (laughs) Jimmy, baby. And you're, like,
1: the age of my older sister and, like, just all these little bitty, like, things... Like, then I'll just mm, call yeah. them like universe things that allowed us at the same time, allowed me to see me and you, and you to see you and me. And yeah. so it helps us. And because we're so, I'm so devoted to you. It's not just like, uh, as long as you keep doing these things that I like, uh, I'm good here with you. Mm-hmm. It's unconditional. I love you unconditionally. Because. Because I believe you, because I trust that you've shown me who you are and you continually do that every day. And so I feel secure enough in looking at my reflection in you. And if something feels weird or off it's like or if I have anger that comes up that comes up at you. It's it's never to the point where it's like, I want you gone. It's I want to it's like I want to move through whatever is causing this like emotional pain between us yeah cause I know like when I'm mad at you that's not really you that I'm and
0: angry it's, with. it's really like it's so healing for me to experience tension with you and like you know like see kind of the you know like the like, the pre-laid path or, like, the most traveled path that I've, like, experienced or witnessed in my life. Which which is, like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, go up, slam the car door and screech away because I need to take a breath. <laughs> or something like that. or You know, it's like, that it's, like, a reason for, like
1: disconnection and
2: isolation
0: yeah yeah and so it's like holy fuck i'm it's like flip it reverse it 180 type beat of me being like oh my god like the response to tension is not isolation
2: yeah
0: that's what i that's what i have done in my prior relationships
2: so and, it so you. and it was so
0: unconscious, and it's like it's all it's, that you
1: had to go off of.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Of your,
1: your family and our culture.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in a in a new in this way, like this is an uncharted experience of my own being. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're holding my hand, or we're holding each other's hands through those things. Is like the thing that always seemed like, oh, well, you know, kind of back to the beginning of the idea that like, like anger is bad or like something like that. Like, and being like, oh, I thought it was bad because when I witnessed anger growing up, it like meant that there was like silent fuming for the next day. Or that then dad would come home later after blowing off steam or something akin to that. And instead of like, here is this, like almost like a smoke signal from me to me Mm -hmm. saying like, there's something here that is like needing to be examined. Mm -hmm. Grab hold of your hand and let's go there because it's not some scary evil place where we're gonna fight and break up Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. that's like truly i mean i think even in in tandem with the bigger cultural monogamy isolated you you live your life in pairs of two almost end of obligation yeah, it's like you like don't hold and grab out hands in those moments right. because you don't add more tension here. Right. You know, it's like the idea of like, well, I the man of the house, I'm trying to look out for my family. So I'm going to be
1: strong and keep it be together. Be strong,
0: keep it together, hold it in. Block up the channel of communicating with my loving partner, right? Out of this storyline, out of well, I need to protect them from my pain. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, I I don't want my wife to have to shoulder my shit. Mm -hmm. And even a lot of times, it's not even that (laughs) much of a like altruistic motive. It's it could just as easily be I just wanna. Hide my shame because I'm ashamed. I don't of
1: have it. the strength to come to her and tell her the, the truth.
0: Or yeah, I don't want her to see me as weak.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't want her oh, to see my vulnerability, baby. Yeah,
0: we are all just baby children.
1: Or we're afraid of someone else affirming the thing that our child self doesn't want to be affirmed. Like yeah, if you feel so unsafe in your relationship with your partner. You don't want to show them that vulnerability in case they point at it and say, you're vulnerable. Like, because that's so much of what our culture expects us. Ha- that's why we're all just so defensive.
0: I mean, the, and the culture will, will say weak. Yeah. We will say weak.
1: Sensitive.
0: Helpless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oversensitive. Like...
1: And all of those things are the most truthful natural things. And suppressing them is actually what causes, you know, pain and corruption. So that's pretty much RMO.
0: Pretty much. <laughs> and um yeah, it's pretty much gonna be really fun and beautiful <laughs> exploration.
1: It it will just be whatever it is. Because as I'm talking to you, I'm realizing that I don't have to plan it. Mm -hmm. Like it can be something so much more beautiful than I ever could have dreamed up or made a blue plan about.
0: A blue plan.
1: Blueprint. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Should we create a send off?
0: Yeah, let's create a send off. (laughs) Okay. What do we think?
1: Um. What
0: if we just change it every time? Say something like, I'm Darnell with the Crispy Potato Tag Team. And you are? I'm Lane. Oh, I messed it up. Uh, Oh, not my own name. No, crap, dude. Dude.
1: Um, Well, we'll just say that we love you.
0: We'll just say that we love you.
1: And... uh, I love you
0: with my whole heart.
1: And I'm glad you're here.
0: And I'll see you next time.
1: On my and on.